hypothyroidism happens when the thyroid gland doesn't make enough thyroid hormone. This condition is also called underactive thyroid. Hypothyroidism may not cause noticeable symptoms in early stages, but over time, if it isn't treated, can lead to health problems such as high cholesterol and heart problems. On today's episode, we're going to talk about hypothyroidism. So grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. We are back in the pod. I made it back. He made it back. I'm here. He made it back. He is here. It was even a struggle to come today. I was a little tired, but I'm going to get it done. So you're going to say that so that people will come for me saying I dragged you into the podcast? No, not at all. I'm going to muster up the energy. Continue. Show must go on. Takes two to tango. So I left you hanging at one time. I'm going to leave you hanging again. All right, you guys, where we last left off, we were, we thought we were back. We thought we were good. And we had a little bit of a scare, obviously for those of you who caught our, what did we call it? What do I call that? A vlog. For those of you who caught the vlog, we went into all of that detail on the vlog. So if you haven't seen the latest vlog, I will link it up here so you guys can see it. Cause we're not going to get, we're not going to rehash all of that stuff, but We will talk about it a little bit because we're going to get into Comet Corner and all of that fun stuff. But first, let me remind you guys, if you are watching this podcast and you are not already subscribed, please subscribe. Follow us on Candidly underscore with coffee on Instagram. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and just support us. We really appreciate it so much. You have no idea. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So, yes, for those of you who maybe are new to our show or just listening here because you want to know a little bit about what we're talking about is actually Mike recently had a stroke and that has been running the course of the last couple of weeks. But he's here, obviously, and doing. I'm alive, well and kicking. I'm going to keep on fighting. You know what I'm saying? It it knocked me down a little bit, but I'm going to get back up. I like that Rocky quote. It ain't hard you can get hit. But how hard you can get hit and get back up and keep on fighting, right. keep on fighting. So and speaking of that, but speaking of the vlog, I wanted to address um, just why we filmed that and why I even had that footage. And I was vlogging already. So if you're new to the show, I vlog weekly. I have a weekly vlog that I put out. And so I happened to be already vlogging. And when it occurred... I asked Mike, like, hey, should we capture this in the vlog? What do you, you want to do? And he's, no, fuck it. Like, film yeah. it. Let's, yeah. You got you to show it. Yeah, because people need to be aware and stuff. They need to be what's going on. It could help somebody, save somebody. Now that I know the symptoms, you know, I put it out there even on my page to let people know exactly. So if they're ever having a stroke, they know exactly what to do. Call 911. Don't play. I waited two days till I went to the hospital. Don't be like me. Dangerous. Yeah. And honestly, we've shared a lot on this podcast. If you've been a longtime listener, you know that we've shared a lot. Mike's had some other challenges in his life with addiction and a drug overdose almost like five years ago. Yeah. And honestly, you always say, I wish I had footage from that time. I wish you had filmed me or at least taken a picture or something, remember? And I didn't. I did nothing. When I was at my worst and all yeah. that. Yeah. I talked about it a little bit, but not enough. We should have talked about when it first happened. We didn't talk about it when it first happened. We talked about it a couple of years later. Yeah. So that is something that we wish we had. Are you okay? Yeah. Just my hands are cold. Oh, yeah. It's cold. It's cold in here. Don't be freaking me out on the podcast. No, now. I'm good. Don't worry. 
but we wish we had that. And so this was, let's do it differently this time because it, we wish we had it for reasons of teaching and talking about now. And so we don't, but this time on this situation we do. And that's why we picked up the camera. Trust me a lot. It's the last thing I want to do when something goes wrong. The first thing I want to do is like shut everything down, but I didn't this time. And you know, we've, we have made it a point on our show, candid, candidly, candidly with coffee, candid. We talk about everything that is affecting us and we, situations that we've gone through that you guys could learn from. We get candid. Real life shit, you guys. Nothing fake, nothing scripted, nothing fake. A lot of vloggers or YouTubers, call it what you want, or podcaster, they're going to share the real life shit going on like we are. We share it. Keep it 100 just in case, like I said, it could help someone out someday. Yeah, and that's what we've always done. So it's not like we're doing something new. Now, we've <clears throat> talked about obesity. Why? Because we've both struggled with obesity. We both have mothers who were obese. Menopause, because I went through menopause. Addiction, health-related things. We use those experiences for sharing, educating as part of what we do on this show. That's what this show is. And so that this is no different it's, it's something we can relate to right now, so that's why we are talking about it, why we shared, and we've gotten, we got a lot of support, which I'm definitely gonna go over that shortly. We're gonna go over some Hold My Coffees as well, as it pertains to this, but we will get to that. I do wanna say the next live show, we're still planning on doing a live, February 23rd, 5 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, so make sure you guys set your calendars for that and join us for a live. We're, we are planning still on uh, launching Patreon very soon. Hopefully by next week we will get that going, but we'll see. We'll see how things go and see how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. As long as I'm feeling good and I'm, I'm up to energy, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Trust me. Gives you something. Yeah, of course. Gets me out of the house. That's yeah. what people don't understand. I don't want to sit on the couch all day long rotten. No. I want to get out and do things. Yeah, exactly. That is why we keep on pushing forward and doing what we do because that's what we do. That's what we have established. I'm a fight, man. I'm a fighter. I'm not going to just tap out, roll over, and just be like, give up, and I'm just going to rest all day long and sleep all day long. I'm going to get up and move. That's what I do. All right. So moving on to the hot coffee topic, I had to just say hot coffee is Martha Stewart. She's not only, she's hot for, she's 80 years old. And I just love this. I wanted to share it because she said Martha Stewart it gets honest about using Botox and fillers. She goes, I don't want to look my age. And that's her right that's to her do right. so. She's, she has one life on this earth. Yeah. She's super rich. And she's like, I'm going to do something about it. Yeah. And she's doing something about yeah. it. She doesn't care who it bothers. And she's unaffected. And people, and let me tell you. So I went to the post on this, <clears throat> on people.com. They posted this. And I read the comments of the disgusting, nasty. People are have ugly black hearts. Are you mad, though? Why are you mad? Yeah. Why are you mad? Is why? it you? It's not you. Why, why? are you mad, though? I should have went on the comments and troll. Why are you mad, though? You mad because she did something you ain't, you're afraid to do or can't do? What That's what it? I don't understand. Yeah. Why? I get it if you don't agree with it for yourself. Yeah. For but yourself. why do people get angry at the person who's doing what they want to do? That I do not fucking she doesn't get. Wanna she doesn't want to look eight years old. She wants to look as young as she can, youthful as she can, while she's on this earth. She's doing something about it. She's prolonging her life and her beauty. And that's and, and she's okay doing that, like she's, unapologetic. 
prolonging her good years. Her she good wants years. to she wants the good she wants to prolong the good years. I love her for so many reasons, but now I love her even more because she's just unapologetic about what she wants to do and how she wants to do it and she doesn't care. Well, I'm a fan of her. She gave yeah. the federal government the finger and said, I yep. ain't ratting. I love yep. I respect that about her. She is not a rat. That's that lady went to prison right there. She's tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I respect so. that. Good. I'm glad she triggered people. I, but the comments isn't what the comments of this post is what really got me. I was just like, I just can't understand humans and why they feel jealousy, envy. No, they just feel it's, the need to control or uh, control the actions of other humans. Yes, yes, control the actions of other humans. They're so worried about it. Is it you? Is it your money? Is it your yeah. body? Why are you worried about it? So she she she, she look her age, roll over, and be like, I'm just gonna. Get dec- decrepit and look 80 and roll over and die because you say so, man. Get out of here. Again, I don't feel I, I I feel that everyone's entitled to their opinion. Whether it's oh I wouldn't do that or oh I would do it that whatever. Uh, clearly, we know my opinion. My opinion is I will definitely I plan on living the Martha Stewart track and go do, living as making the, me- <laughs> the the most of my of each year and trying to look and feel my best every year, but. I just don't understand when people, not only they have their, that opinion, like they wouldn't do that for themselves, but why it triggers them when somebody else does something that they feel they want to do for themselves. I, because yeah. the comments were like outlandish. But I know I because based on just the comments I've gotten before and the way people are. Yeah, people always want to control what you do to yourself, your actions. Like, why are you worried though? It ain't you. It ain't yeah. your money. It ain't your body. Why are you so worried? It ain't your face. I know. And you know what? I in Right now, you guys, I'm working with helping people starting to launch podcasts and things like that with my producing in Studio B, which is where we are right now. And in that process, though, when I talk to people who think they want to, I want a YouTube and I want to go behind the, I want to show behind the scenes, maybe vlog and then do podcasts. I, I spend a good amount of time talking with them about, but are you ready for that? Because... Yeah. Social media is a dog-eat-dog world, and you have to have thick skin like leather. <laughs> Your skin has to be like leather. L- listen, at the end of the day, you guys, words are just words. Yeah. They're not hitting you. They're not touching you physically. They're just words. A friend of mine said it today on his social media. People come with crazy words on his post, and he's listen, I'm an ex-Marine. I grew up in Mansfield, Ohio. I've seen violence. I've seen people die. I've had friends that kill people. You think words on the internet are going to hurt me? He's right. What are words? That's yeah. nothing. That's yeah. what I always say. Like yeah. Words are nothing. You won't say it to me personally. I promise you that. So yeah. words are nothing. They mean zero. You might get me a little triggered, but I'll pop back at you. Yeah. But if you want to take a little step further, I'm around. They're never around. You see what yeah. I'm saying? It's just words. It's just this. So that's why you can't worry about that. You yeah. can't worry about it. It's just jaw jack. One thing I do is I'm not, I obviously have thick skin. I wouldn't be able to do what I do if I didn't and and I know it's thick based on when I talk to other people and and they hear read a comment or see a comment or they're like oh my god how do you handle that and I'm like oh I don't even trip on that but I worry because not everyone is like that but when one thing I do and pride myself on is I treat people on social media like people I follow and people I come across and post the way I want to be treated I don't impose my opinions on other people if I see something that they're doing that I don't agree with or I don't, I do not do that. But, and so I do, I'm staying the course. I'm not letting it turn me into what I experience is what yeah. I mean, yeah, which yeah. is just not in my nature. Yeah. But like you said, you got to have thick skin. 
Don't take it personal. People are just going to jaw jack. We already know the world's full of jealousy and envy. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And when you've got haters coming after you, you're doing something right. Not only that, not only jealousy and envy, the world is full of people with unsolicited opinions. That too. That too. People always have opinions like it matters. Like your, opinion your opinion doesn't matter. Was, unless Zero. it was asked for, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Actually, you know what? Thank you for your opinion. You're just causing more engagement on our on our channel. Please bring all the engagement you yeah. want, negative or positive. It's all good with me. Doesn't bother me one bit. All right. This next post I had to share because a couple of episodes ago, I talked about how Weight Watchers is not, I'm not a fan of Weight Watchers. I feel like it it, it leaves, leads to some disordered eating or whatever. And I talked about zero point foods because basically with Weight Watchers, they're given an, a point allotment. And as long as they stay within those points, they had a, an on track day, yeah. but they give certain foods and certain calculate. I don't know how it works exactly, but some things get zero points. So I've been coming across posts lately that have zero point foods and recipes. And so this right here up on the screen, they look delicious, right? Zero point zippy, zero point brownies from Weight Watchers. But what that means is somebody can eat this entire plate of brownies and they don't have to count it towards their points. And there's calories in those brownies. They're made with dark chocolate, Greek yogurt, almond milk. I looked up the recipe. And so that's what I mean, guys, about these fad diets or whatever. This is not the right. No. You had a plate of those brownies, you're going to gain weight. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the keto people who say you can eat as much as you want as long as you don't eat carbs. Or it reminds me of years ago, the fat-free craze. Like, you can eat as much as you want as long as it's fat-free. So I I used to... I used to get the candy because I still love candy. I would get all the candy that was zero fat and be like, oh, I could eat as much of this as I want. The hot tamales and the... <laughs> Hostess cupcakes came out of the fat-free line. I started eating that stuff thinking I'm you eating think good. it's good? It's, it's not good. It's processed food. There's still hella sugar in there. It's calories. calories. I know There's that, but... calories. That's the problem why, why it's yeah, not Yeah, it's good. not for free. If people think it's free. Oh, I'm just going to eat these. These are free calories going on my body. No, they're not free. <laughs> Okay, we are moving on to the first hold my coffee comment. And that is, let's see, D Kelp 1990. And this is the one that we talked about it in the vlog, I think a little bit already. But the if you had a stroke, you wouldn't be able to cross your hands, bro, like you're doing right now. <laughs> I can lift my hands, I can raise my hands, I can walk and talk. Yeah, good, bro. You're a science. You're a, you're doctor. a doctor. Yeah, they all think what's funny is when something happens to somebody, all the doctors come out on, on social media. They all think they know the answers. Yeah, they think they know what happened. You don't know shit. Shut up. Stay yeah. in your lane. Yeah. Period. D cop nineteen ninety. Stay in your lane. You don't know yeah. nothing about me, homie. All right. This next one, I had a little exchange with a Miss Phoebe Lee on my vlog. And it says, oh, hell no. This is just too personal. Why are you sharing the demise of your husband? Hey, you guys, I get your YouTubers, but this is just low. I really like you both, and you seem like wholesome, good, decent people. But don't let YouTube conquer your morals to put out for the world to see just to get a little bit of cash and some likes. Come on, this is heartbreaking. And I replied, this is to help people raise awareness. What cash are you referring to? I don't see a GoFundMe yeah, link. What cash? We share that's what we do, but it's your choice to consume or not. You should not watch if it bothers you that we share. And then I go on to say that we received, we have received hundreds of comments. Yes, we About have. helping people, about our followers are now using this video to get to their husbands and talk to them about their issues. 
We are helping people. But she replied, don't be coy now. YouTube pays money. All the people encouraging you and telling you how your story is helping them are actually into watching you guys up the ante on how far you will reveal your personal life. These people do not care about you. She seems to know all the answers. I know. Gosh, she knows the people. Yeah, she knows the people. And then I responded, LOL at ad dollars from this video won't pay for a cup of coffee. <laughs> if I had seen a video like this from someone's vlogs that I watch, it would have absolutely prompted me to pay more attention to Mike's blood pressure. I stand behind it. If it saves one person, it's worth being judged. I want to know. She knows so much about YouTube and money. I don't get no money from YouTube yeah, from this. Like, what is she talking about? Well, there, there's because our the channel is monetized. There's ad dollars. That, okay, it's petty pennies. Okay, you pennies. guys pennies on the dollar. Do you know how much time it takes to like vlog and edit and exactly? Mind you, we have been doing a, a podcast that is not sponsored for five years. Coming yep. on here, giving information, sharing our experiences. It's not for clout. And it's not for likes. No. And it's not for any of that. I could do get an OnlyFans today if I want the clout and the likes. And the money. I can. It's not. She acted like we put up a freaking porn video or something. Right. Phoebe Lee 555. Yeah. She got it all, you got it all wrong, sweetheart. Again, if us posting our personal life and what I went through to raise awareness and possibly help others or save a life, if it triggers you, that maybe you shouldn't be following our channel. Simple as that. I know. Keep it moving. Because that's what the channel is. Yeah. It's not like it's uh, it's this is out of nowhere. It's not like we're like a, a dog channel and suddenly we started posting. This is our channel. Yes. It is candidly with yes. coffee and we've always talked about things that have affected our lives. My narcissism and my father, my, my mom's death and dealing with grief. And then we talked about how yes. to deal with grief and all of that. Everything that we've encountered, we use it. We use our platform yep. to help others and we do help people. And I, and I believe that there are a few bad apples in the bunch, but I think that the bad apples are the people who act like that, not the people yes. who are reaching out with words of encouragement and support. Yeah. I don't feel like she's so worried about YouTube paying us money, though. Like, what? What does if they were? What is it your concern, though? Well, who cares? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but they're not. That's what's crazy. They are though. We do get ad revenue, but it's not like I said. It's because it's a the channel's monetized, but it's not enough to pay a freaking cup of coffee. I think she's thinking like I'm getting thousands of dollars from this, or we are getting I thousands of dollars from this video. It's not the case. No, that's. The I wish it was. Yeah, I'll pay some of these hospital bills. Yeah, because that's why I said, <laughs> do you see a GoFundMe link? She's like, don't be coy. No, seriously, because who's gonna? Because the this video is not gonna cover. Listen, we have health insurance, but it's seventy percent only covered. Mike's hospital stint, ambulance, all of that stuff is probably in the six figure range we haven't gotten the damage yet but it's significant it just i don't know it, it there was no no monetary but there was no monetary motivation for that it literally yeah. before we that even happened to you go back to mike's youtube channel before he even had a stroke we did he did a video called accountability where he was telling men to stop racing to the grave yep i did that was before your encounter that's your purpose we you were recently on mauricio mejia's podcast where he asked you what's your purpose do you remember what you said when he said what's your purpose in this life have you what's your purpose what are you trying to do do you remember i believe i said to help men live to level up get stronger be more accountable turn their health around because yeah. without your health we ain't got nothing period 
Nothing. So your purpose that you defined was before you even encountered this challenge in your life. And I'm just saying, I truly believe, I'm a believer, everybody's different, but I do believe that you have to find that we have a time on this earth is so that we can find a purpose. Like everyone ha- is here for a purpose and they have to serve a purpose. Yeah. And you found your purpose, which I think is amazing. I feel like I've found my purpose. My purpose, I've always been someone that shares. I'm a sharer. I've always been someone who shares my experiences, shares things I use, shares what I wear. I overshare. I share. That's what I do. And that's why, quite frankly, I ended up doing this, to be honest. That's true. I'm here. I didn't know what my purpose was, but I do know now. I know that I'm a stroke survivor now, and I could talk about it and I can make others aware and look out for the signs and preventative maintenance and stay on top of your BP. And I've been posting on my Instagram and telling these guys like, hey, listen, if this can happen to me, I'm at the top of my game, 49 years old, best shape ever. This happened to me. It can happen to you who's out of shape, drinking, boozing, doing all that other stuff, drinking, smoking, disrespect your health. This can come out of nowhere and you too. So just trying to make men aware. Anyways, so it's unfortunate because I do feel like she's a fan of the show. She watches she came and on my comments channel. and she's commented on your channel. She came on my channel I giving me high praise. I just don't understand where the animosity comes from. But again, you have an opinion and you don't have a YouTube channel because that's not your thing. You would never share that kind of thing. Oh, clutch the yeah. pearls. I don't know. Yeah. But that, but we're, I'm not sharing footage of you on my channel. Then you'd have a right to be upset. Exactly. It's us yeah. and Mike's not doing anything. And you, and you ain't my wife. You don't control what I post on social media either. Yeah. That's what we say. You ain't got nothing. We ain't got nothing to do with each other. Yeah. So you shouldn't be concerned with me in that way. It's just weird. I just don't know. Again, it's okay. Some people have really strong opinions, but it doesn't, it's still, I'm still, con- I still don't understand why when people are bothered by something. Yes. It's, are you the are you a rubbernecker? Like you're gonna like you're the one that's driving by and watching the car accident. So like, yeah. why did you watch the video? Clearly, you watched the video and you watched to the watched. end of the video, even yeah. though the trailer clearly showed what we were gonna show in the video. You watched the video, watch. so aren't you just as bad as you're claiming everybody else to be? Exactly. People don't like being called out. No. Accountability, girl. No. Getting called out on your shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. One thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put you on hold my coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be on blast now, Phoebe Lee. 5-5, five, five, you got our attention. I don't know, you guys. On that note, we had a lot of positive comments. And I honestly couldn't even begin, couldn't even begin to share them here on Comment Corner. So I want you guys to know that we appreciate and read every single comment and appreciate it and i don't believe that it's because you guys are watching to try to see us exploit ourselves or anything like that i feel like we've built a an amazing community in in this on our show completely and i love it and i feel the love and support and it's helpful it does help yeah you got to talk about life experience life ain't only what i would say peaches and roses you yeah. got to go, go through the bad stuff, too, in life. You got to document and talk about it. That's one thing, like, influencers, social influencers and YouTubers, a lot of them are afraid to expose themselves when they're going through bad shit. It ain't always, they're not always winning. Don't get it twisted. They're not always winning. Social media ain't real life. Got to post the bad stuff, too. 
Like what I went through was tough. Yeah, we've I've always chosen to do that. I have I do not curate my vlogs. I don't clean up my room before I turn the camera on. If I have makeup on, I have makeup on. If I don't, I don't. It's not a curated show. So anyways, moving on to Comment Corner, Carrie Thomas. So Mike, what is the lesson learned from all of this? Listen to your wife. Seriously, though, so happy you're here and feeling better. I agree. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Love your positive attitude. That's half the battle. Heart disease runs rampant in my family, and I still get crap at times for eating healthy and working out by some family members. I love what Janine said about it may be genetic, but we need to be armed and ready. This podcast was amazing and will help so many people. Thanks for sharing. I teared up at the end when Janine was talking about she can't do life without you. Life is so fragile. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Give it everything you've got. That is so true. We're not guaranteed She's tomorrow. Right. And let me say something to that real quick. Carrie, next time they want you to eat what they're eating, you should be like, so I should eat bad like you and put myself at risk of having a heart attack. That's what you're telling me. You know what I'm saying? Like family seems triggered. Yeah. Good luck with that. It's always like that. They're yeah. always triggered when they see something yeah. that maybe they should be doing. But yes. They want they, you to be on their page. Yeah. All right. The next one is Taryn12. So glad to see you're doing okay, Mike. Thanks so much to the both of you for sharing the story. It's such an important message. You've both inspired me with my weight loss journey, and this is making me even more motivated to keep taking care of myself and my health. Wishing you a speedy recovery, and thanks, Janine, for doing what needed to be done to get him to the hospital. Thank you so much, Taryn. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Taryn. Stay on your health. Yeah. It does. It is motivating to even for me. Okay. I've got to make sure I got to really stay on top of things. I wish I even knew about for many years. I didn't even know the importance of checking your blood work and stuff like that. I never even thought, oh, I'm going to go get my blood work checked. It says just, everything about us. Blood work, right? Yeah. It says everything and blood pressure too, just to make sure either low or high. Got to be careful because... You suffer from, not you suffer, but you have low blood pressure. What if you're behind the wheel and one, one day it suddenly drops, mm -hmm. you pass out like mm -hmm. that? Yeah, it's only happened once recently where I had a drop really low during an Orange Theory class and I felt the difference. I, I actually thought, oh my God, did my blood pressure spike? Because to me, it felt like all the things that people say happen to them when they have high blood pressure. My head felt a lot of pressure when I would do the burpee or whatever. It felt yeah. weird. And when I went home, my blood pressure was really low, 88 over... 57 or something crazy man that's crazy like super low the opposite of me complete mm -hmm. opposite of me yep it's always been low okay so moving on to the next comment which we're gonna it triggered my what i want to talk about today more i want to get more so into the thyroid um because i i feel like a lot of women may have an issue with their thyroid and they do not know and it's a comment from liz and she says can you speak more about the thyroid and where you get armor thyroid from thank you because she was referring to my last podcast where i talked about how i'm on armor thyroid because i determined with transcend that i had hypothyroidism even though my doctor had ignored that i had significant changes in my thyroid my tsh a, a huge spike, it doubled in a six-month time frame, and I got an email, blood work's normal, and it wasn't normal. It was right outside of normal, my thyroid. It's just so frustrating. These doctors of today are too much, man. They don't. They dismiss everything like, ah, you're just going to live this way, and that's just that. Instead of trying to find a way, what can we do to get you better? You know right. what I'm saying? They don't find problems. They don't find solutions to the problems. They just want to like the old school medicine, and that's that. Let's just dismiss it. I like, know. It's really freaking frustrating, to be honest. So the thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland located at the base of the neck. So it's like right here. You could feel your thyroid almost. It's below the Adam's apple. 
the gland. You could feel it. And if it get if you have, if it's swollen or big, you can actually see it in someone who has like an inflamed thyroid or nodules. The thyroid gland makes two main hormones, thyroxine, which is T4 and tridothyronine, which is T3. These hormones affect every cell in the body. They support the rate at which body uses carbs and fats as well. So it's directly affects our metabolism. So a lot of women that are struggling with weight gain out of nowhere. Listen, the body tells us things, okay? And if whether if you gain or lose weight seemingly out of nowhere, something is going on. Like weight sudden weight loss could be an indication of lots of things including cancer. Yes. Like my mom yep. had unexplained weight loss. She was losing weight and cuz the cancer it takes over your body and your metabolism. You're not hungry. Mm-hmm. It, takes, it takes your nutrients. It takes the it feeds off of your nutrients, and but weight gain as well. Although a lot of times I like to say it's probably because you're not moving as much and you're eating more. A lot of times it's actually not that, and it could be your thyroid. The thyroid also helps control body temperature. It has an effect on the heart rate. And it can also help control how much protein your body makes. The thyroid has got a lot of very important functions. And the problem is the symptoms of thi- uh, hypothyroidism can come on gradually over time, slowly over time. And they can be so gradual that you don't even, you just, it's baseline for you. It's just how you feel. And so you think it's normal. You think you're stressed or work's busy or a lot of things. You think it's wintertime, so your skin is dry. You just write off all the little symptoms. I always like to explain it. If you, if some pe- if someone has a toothache and like they don't go to the dentist and they just like deal with the toothache, that they eventually just learn to live with the tooth pain and yeah. they think it's like that becomes baseline. Yes, they become used to living that way. And then it's like your body's letting you know something. Man. Yeah, so it's a lot of people or they always get bloated after they eat. And so they're just used to being bloated. So they just think it's okay. So they just, you get used to your baseline being shit. Yeah, Joe Rogan said it best. It was people wake up on a daily basis feeling like absolute shit and they get used to it. They get used to it and they just tap into it. They just say, this is just the way it is. No, man, your body's letting you know that's not the way it is. It's like your car's running smooth and all of a sudden your car's backfiring and hesitating and clunky. Something's wrong with your car. So what do you do? You call your mechanic. Call your doctor. Go to your doctor. Go get checked out. Go get things looked at. Stop playing around too much, man. I don't know why people make these assumptions like they're all right. They're not. The problem is, and and I think that's why, do you know, do, do you ever feel like, because we clean things up so much in our lives and our diet and everything. Like when we do decide to do something bad, we really feel it. Yes. It's not that we feel worse than we used to feel. It's just that our baseline is good. Yep. So anything less than good and we don't like it. But when our baseline was shit and it's and you feel and you do something and feel a little worse, it does it's not as impactful. That's true. Because when you're, we're optimized. So when you're used to feeling really good, you like feeling really good. And yeah. so you're very sensitive to when you don't feel really good. Yeah. Imagine if we had a couple of drinks right now, just a couple, you and I each say, oh, it's Valentine's Day. We're going to go out and have a couple of drinks for dinner. How would it feel tomorrow? Our right. Body, it wouldn't feel good. Because we're it's so It's the same pure. thing with I'm so used to getting eight hours of sleep. I Eight hours of sleep, solid sleep. So if I get six hours... I don't feel good. Maybe before when I used to have a baseline of crap and I used to sleep less and sleep crappy, 
it, I wouldn't make a huge impact on my life because I already felt like crap every day anyway. So I slept a little less. I just feel a little more like crap and it's not a huge difference. But because I feel so good when I sleep eight hours every night, then one night I don't sleep good. I feel it more. So it's not that I feel worse than I did before. It's just that I'm more sensitive to wanting to feel my best all the time. That's the difference. Yeah. Look what happened to you when you spent uh, the whole day and part of the night with me at the hospital. You became delirious. Remember I was you're, drunk. You were drunk. Legally, you were drunk. That's why I was like, have your children come get you and drive you home. Because I yeah. knew I was scared. I know the brain... When you go so many hours without sleeping, you become legally drunk. People yeah. don't know that. I was up like 36 hours with no sleep. I was drunk. Like I was making stupid things. I didn't I didn't know which way to turn out of the elevator to go down the hallway. Like I couldn't think. My brain was on firing. That's crazy, huh? That's what people don't realize. Why sleep is so important mm -hmm. and rest is so important and optimizing your body. Now look, your body, what, we're, what is today? We're recording on a Wednesday. This is what? Three days later, your body's still catching up on sleep. Yeah, I'm still struggling. I'm still tired. I'm still struggling for sure um, because it, you, my body's going to reclaim all that lost sleep. So if I'm getting a little an hour here extra like each day, it's going to take eight days to make up for eight hours of lost sleep that one night. That's crazy. And we, and we don't even drink or party no more. You yeah. don't even drink or party no more. So it'll take eight days of an extra hour of sleep to get back on track. And I feel that. I definitely feel that. But back on the hypothyroidism. So because we feel we might have other things going on. We're not eating our best. We're not exercising. We're not optimized. Some of these symptoms go unnoticed. And I'd like to think that everybody gets checkups every year and gets their blood work done. But the reality is... They don't. I went six years at one point without getting a checkup, and that was not that long ago. And I'm ashamed to admit that, but I didn't go for six years from the time I was 40 until I was 46. And why did I go? Because when my mom passed away, that was a huge wake-up call for me. Yeah, that was, I let you know, like, I better start now. Because what did you say? Your mom says she woke up one day, she was 50, woke up one day, she was 75. Mm -hmm. Boy. Yeah, and I felt like I it was so painful to lose her that I I couldn't fathom doing that to my kids anytime soon. And I felt like I was being reckless with my health, even though I was doing everything in my control. Otherwise, I was ignoring the doctor because I felt fine. So I'm like, I didn't go. And now I'm, I'm glad I went. I got everything checked up. And I, I made a promise to my kids after my mom passed away that I wouldn't do that again, that I would stay on top of it and go. I would go sporadically in my 20s and 30s. I went when I turned 40, and then I just didn't go for six years for yeah. whatever reason. We both want the best. Look at me. I felt my absolute best two plus weeks ago, and all of a sudden, stroke comes out of nowhere. Thought I was doing everything right, too, and I slipped. I wasn't on top of my blood pressure like I should have. Yeah, so the, the fact is I just don't feel like, so if you can get something from this episode, it's go get your blood work done. Get your blood work done. At least you have a baseline. It's important because of the fact that I hadn't been getting blood work done. I didn't know what my baselines were and it throws you all off. And now, you know, I have such a clear picture of what my body's doing. And then when I get the blood work, I can see, okay, what's changing? Why does this change? But with my thyroid specifically, so when I got, when I did get my checkup at 46. My thyroid was totally normal. I was not in menopause at the time, obviously. And everything was normal at 46. And then when I went back to the doctor, when did I go? Like last year, it doubled. 
it went from one my TSH. So specifically, my blood work was the TSH, which is the thyroid stimulating hormone. They test that. They usually don't test beyond that unless they really think you have hypothyroidism. They'll test the actual T3 and T4 hormone. So if TSH is abnormal, they might do a full metabolic panel, which I think they should just do it right off the bat because you could have normal TSH and still have T3 and T4 that are not produced or, or low. It's crazy they don't test that, the hospitals. You, you get a twisted arm. I had to twist my doctor's arm to get my hormones checked out. I had a damn near yell at her. Oh. Just get me checked out. I'm telling you, I don't feel optimized, lady. Like, what don't you understand? She's looking at me physically. Your blood pressure's okay, normal. You're, you're physically, you look fine. You look healthy. You don't know what I feel like inside, lady. Stop trying to guess. Yeah, and even, like I said, even, I've talked about this before in the last episode, but even if your levels are somewhat normal, they may be significantly lower than they used to be, you know, or your TSH may be significantly higher than it used to be, even though it's technically normal, that's still not good for you. That makes you symptomatic to some degree. And if you're symptomatic, your thyroid is not optimized. Even if the doctor tells you it's normal according to them, that's a huge range of normal. Yeah. So maybe you want to be on the lower end of normal and not the higher end of normal. You know what I mean? But some of the symptoms that you might experience if you might have an, a thyroid that's not optimized is tiredness, sensitivity to cold, constipation, weight gain, dry skin, a hoarse voice, coarse hair and skin, muscle weakness, aches, tenderness, stiffness, thinning hair, a slow heart rate, depression, memory problems. And I touched upon it in the last episode as well, but a lot of those symptoms, the problem is, are very sig uh, similar to menopause. And the thyroid kind of gets brushed over a lot of times and you it might not be optimized. You might have an issue with your thyroid. Got it. You got to have your thyroid on point, man, especially women. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's important for men too, but women, you need your thyroid to be operating at all times. The problem with women is there are certain things, times in life that trigger change with the thyroid, but you can, you could even have a hypothyroidism as a child. You can have it as an infant. There's different symptoms associated with that. But, but women, menopausal women oftentimes have issues with their thyroid, or if you start taking estrogen, it can trigger an issue with your thyroid as well. Yeah. But now let's talk about, so it, it affects your metabolism. So if you are hypothyroid, you're actually going to, your metabolism is slower. So that's why you may be eating exactly the same, but you may gain weight because your metabolism is not optimized. And who does not want a metabolism that's not optimized? Hell no, I want mine working normal. I have, thankfully, I've, thankfully, I've always had mine work perfect. I've never had issues with my thyroid. Even probably when I gained weight, I still didn't have issues that I know of. Yeah, and another thing too, and I'm, if you're watching and you're like, if you've been in the competition space, like the competitor world, when you compete and uh, do a preps for competitions, that is such a stressor on the body that it can throw a lot of things off with your hormones, including your thyroid. Oh, a lot of women don't have menstrual cycles when they're competing. Yes, because it, it because of the extreme calorie restriction can throw off your hormones, including the thyroid. Yeah, and a lot of people, they don't. They lose their period during mm -hmm. their... I've heard that many times. Yeah, and another thing is any kind of stressor in your life can throw off your thyroid. But also, think about all the people that are on Ozempic. 
bariatric patients, like the extreme calorie, low calories, that can, it's like a domino effect for other things when you do these extreme methods for anything. But if you're on Ozempic and you're not getting in a good amount of calories, that could slow down your thyroid. So imagine this, you're on Ozempic, you're losing weight because you're not taking in a lot of calories metabolic adaptation plus maybe a, an underactive thyroid when you get off the meds what do you think is happening to these people they're gaining weight fast and furious fast and furious and they don't realize why get your blood work done like she said make sure you're all good people it's worth it even if it comes out of your pocket a little bit it's worth to know what your body's doing yeah i actually think it's if you're if your insurance doesn't want to do it a lot of times the insurance too they don't do it as comprehensive of blood work you go to functional doctors sometimes they do comprehensive blood work and then they can give you thing they can also rec- make recommendations for supplements that might be beneficial to based on where you're because they'll do micronutrient tests too they'll check they'll check your iron and your whether you need vitamin B or whether you need vitamin D and lots of things like that, where you can plug in holes in your nutrition with supplements to optimize your blood work a little bit. It's too bad that well. regular doctors don't do this stuff at all. They overlook Mm-mm. all this stuff. Mm-mm. They don't care. They're just like, ah, you're alive, you're breathing, you're well. I want to be optimized, man, while I'm here. Don't you understand that? What don't they get? I want to be optimized. I want to be the best version of myself. Yeah, and I think the most important thing, too, it is listen to your body. It's telling you things. And even not just the hypothyroidism, that definitely, if any of you have not had your thyroid tested and you have any of those symptoms, please. And if you haven't had blood work in a year, go get your blood work done. You could find something else. But also pay attention to how you're feeling and try to fix how you're feeling. Don't let yourself learn to live with your baseline being crappy. Because that's not good. You know why? If something else changes or goes wrong, you're not going to be in tune enough to pick up on it. That's a fact right there. Like, I'm in tune with my body. Now I know. I really know when I'm off. You know that. I've been telling you. I had a little dizzy spell yesterday. Mm -hmm. I know when I'm off. I know I've been off lately. I know that day of the stroke, I thought it was something else. I assumed it was stomach flu. I was totally wrong. Now I know all the signs now. Now I'm aware. Yeah, Because I know how I'm supposed to feel. I was feeling great that morning, the day of, and all of a sudden, boom, I get knocked down. Yeah. I actually also think on a different topic, speaking of that, something like violent vomiting out of nowhere is a trip to the doctor, regardless. We overlooked that. It's a trip. It's a trip to the doctor. Now, this has been too many times where we've had close calls. Like, I know I assumed I had maybe food poisoning or whatever in Mexico and Hawaii when I had my issues with violent vomiting out of nowhere and that was playing with fire i think violent vomiting especially if it doesn't subside quickly that's a whole other topic because my mom had vomiting for months we didn't know about it and she had she had cancer we didn't know she was hiding it but again you have to listen to your body and just be really in tune with how you feel or like recently you had a, a friend who was talking to you about just feeling very anxious and just starts racing you feel so can't relax and i'm like you gotta look at what you're doing, man, your lifestyle. Yeah. And so like in that, when I hear somebody say that, I feel I, I just can't relax or my heart's racing or whatever, that's like a form of anxiety. But I feel like oftentimes because anxiety is thrown around a lot, people just say, oh, it's just anxiety. Okay. But we're not meant to, to we, that's not good quality of living to be like that. So you have to think, okay, what can I do? There are certain things that don't you can't control when it comes to anxiety, but there's a lot within your control. So what are things that you know for sure 
are contributing to anxiety. If somebody tells me that they're anxious, I always ask them. One thing I always ask them is, do you drink alcohol? Because if you are feeling anxious, the first thing that you need to stop doing immediately is drinking alcohol. Because when you drink alcohol, there is a surge of cortisol and adrenaline that you get, and it stays elevated for days beyond the alcohol. And if someone is prone to anxiety, 100% pay attention. You are absolutely very anxious the day after you drink. And that you think that goes away after one day? It takes three to five days to, for if you have two to four drinks over the weekend, you're not going to feel yourself and get back to baseline in terms of cortisol and adrenaline until Friday, and then you're ready to drink again. People don't realize that, how much anxiety is caused by alcohol. Mm-hmm. They wonder why I'm so anxious or this or that or why my heart's racing. There's your answer. Don't believe us. Go look it up for yourself. Google's your best friend. Because they're thinking like, okay, but I, I am not drinking that much. Or I just drank over the weekend because it's several days after they drink. But that's when you feel it. It's several days after you drink. So you better stop drinking on the weekends if that's the case. But also, in addition to that, if you're feeling that anxious, can't settle down feeling, are any stimulants you should cut energy drinks. Cut them. And pre-workout and things like that. Cut it. And you should scale back on caffeine. I don't recommend cold turkey caffeine because you'll get a raging headache, but you need to monitor your caffeine intake and scale it back. Yeah. Slowly scale it back. True. I'll scale mine back. I don't drink as much coffee as I used to. Now that this happened, I'm really cautious. So the day, all I can say is the day that I did have the stroke is I was having a four shot espresso that day. I'm not going to say that caused it. Did you have a four shot? Yeah. I was having a Venti Americano. So I don't know. How much caffeine, what was your total caffeine intake for, so far I had that like day? Two cups that day and then that afterwards. Two cups plus yeah, that. Yeah, my little, my little. Yeah, but I thought coffee. we were, I thought we were at a place where we were trying to keep you under 300 milligrams. I don't know about that. That's what I was trying to get you to do. I don't know if I, I don't you know if that, I don't want to blame the express or the coffee. No, but. Because I read everything on it. it if your body's used, used to it and adapted to it, you should be fine. But No, but you're not supposed to have. Over 300 milligrams of caffeine a day. We had gone over that. It was before that. noon. No, but we had discussed that you were going to try to monitor your caffeine, remember? So it was just two regular cups and then my venti Americano. <laughs> I usually have a venti coffee, but I don't you know. You guys see what I go through with this guy? I do not want I love p- coffee. I know, but I ordered him Nespresso decaf pod. So we're stocked up with his, his We don't decaf. drink alcohol no more, smoke no more weed. I gave everything else up. Coffee is like one of my things I don't want to give up. No, I'm not telling you to give it up. I don't think you need to give it up, but you need to monitor it. Because we talked about it here on this show for sure. Yeah, I feel it today. I scaled back today. I feel tired. I can feel the difference. Yeah, definitely. So you, yeah, because remember when you stopped smoking the weed right away, I saw that you started drinking energy drinks. I stopped you from doing that immediately. That, and I know I'm the pot calling the kettle black because I drink energy drinks. But I yes, only drink do. one per day. And I don't... I only drink, maybe I'll have like right now I'm having a Diet Coke, but this will be it. I won't have, I don't have any other caffeine. I have a, a one scoop of pre-workout and an energy drink a day and then maybe a Diet Coke, but I keep, it's under 300 milligrams. My pre-workout has only 100 milligrams of caffeine. My energy drink, 170. So that's 270. This is 36 grams. I don't take no energy milligrams. drink, no pre-workout, no nothing. Just caffeine. My instant shot of coffee. I only did one cup today. So I scale way back. Yeah, you're going to feel it, though. You're going to get a headache, probably. No, I had caffeine already this morning. I had one cup. That should be good enough. 
Mm, you'll probably feel it a little bit later. Mm, so far, so good. So got to get used to it. Either that or I miss my Pete's. I haven't had Pete's coffee in a while. I'm not sure how much caffeine is in the Pete's. I don't know. It depends what you get. If you're getting a four, a quad shot. Mar- <laughs> well, I wasn't doing those for a long time. I got away from doing those and I did it that day. So who knows if it was that? I don't know. I don't want to blame the espresso. It's my, it's on me. I need to know how much caffeine is in a quad Americano, venti Americano from Starbucks. I have no idea. Hey, Siri. You have to look it up. How much caffeine is in a venti Americano from Starbucks? Let's see. Oh, my gosh. 300 milligrams. Damn, I hit my daily max. 300 milligrams, and then you had already had two cups of just regular coffee? I don't know if it was one or two. I can't remember that morning. You were at like 600 milligrams of caffeine. Possible. More, because it's a 170 in those Nespresso pods. I didn't do Nespresso. Nespresso. I think I did instant. Oh, then no, not as much. Yeah, those are weak. So who knows? You guys see what I deal with this guy? I have to, you know why? Because he gives up one vice. It's truth be told, be, being really candid here, because he's he is an addict. He's an addict through, and who he is as a person is an addict. And so, even though you are clean True. and sober, you tend to like veer towards things, and then you take it to the extreme. Yeah, I got a friend of mine had a heart attack and a stroke. What caused it? He was drinking like what do you say, five or six energy drinks a day. He told me seven energy He's drinks nuts. a day. Who the hell drinks seven energy drinks a day? Like, bro, like that's way too much. He had a heart attack and a stroke. You cannot yeah. do that. No, those things are dangerous. Yeah. I'm not. I, I started drinking because I love the flavor, the taste of them. I no. don't care. I don't. I don't care about the milligrams of caffeine and the drinks. I just like to drink coffee because I'm I'm addicted. Since I was a kid. I got fed coffee as a kid, and yeah, that's why the decaf. Then have decaf. I do. Decaf's good. Yeah. Because that's just out of control. By the way, I wanted to, we're going to round out this episode, but I want to share a little thing with you guys. When I called the ambulance to the house, I'm assuming, I'm thinking to myself, they asked any drugs or alcohol or whatever, and the answers were all no. And I think that when they get to the hospital and they ask the same questions, drugs, alcohol, any, what did you take, anything? And they, the answer is no. But then I have access to his app so I can see everything that they're testing for. They didn't do it the first time we went to the hospital, so the week before. But this time they tested you literally for 25 different drugs, substances. They did not believe you. Damn. They wanted to make sure, I guess. And they're going to bust me out to my wife if I was doing drugs behind your back. Busted. Even THC. That? So can you imagine, you guys, he had quit, right? I quit. He would have been busted out if he had done a little toki here, a toki there, because everything was negative Nancy. I haven't smoked in, what, what, three, 45, 46 days. Yeah. But I do think it's funny that they literally drug tested his ass for every known substance and didn't even tell you. That's crazy. Sorry, I got that day, that, those numbers wrong. I haven't... Smoked weed since October 31st of last year. It was my last day of token. But you're right. Nothing. Everybody can't. Look, they look like, oh, wow, he didn't do no drugs. He was honest. Yeah. I'm clean. 
because they, they were so stumped by the whole thing. But I think it's interesting that they never mentioned it. I do remember. So we were in the ER and the nurse that was taking care of you, she was trying to call like for a lab tech. She was irritated. Did you hear her on the phone? She no. goes, there's 27 things, tests or whatever, 27 stickers here. I don't want to do this. Send a lab tech, blah, blah, blah. She was like irritated by it. Mm -mm. I don't remember. I was out of it. Yeah. Man, fun. they did a number on me. They took a lot of blood from me. Yeah, but I was, I was like, what? So when she was saying that, I heard her on the phone. I didn't know it was for you. So when they came in the stick, the long thing of stickers, and they were taking your blood. I was like, oh, my God, it's for him. So it made me think, what are they testing for? So I checked the app. And it was like cocaine, like opioids, blah, blah, Fent blah. Poisoning. Everything. Alcohol, know? weed. They wanted to make sure. They wanted to cross it off. Wow. Like yeah. you said, they were stumped by how, again, I get judged by my appearance. I'm not the norm. I'm a 49-year-old man, but I don't look like what a 49-year-old typical man looks like today. And that's obese and overweight. I fit none of those boxes. I'm actually 12% body fat. I weighed that myself, I believe, that morning, 183 pounds. Yeah. Yep. But I will say, I will finish off with this, just to clear up any confusion. So what had happened was Mike had a stroke. One stroke. And the episodes he felt after, they were strong at first, and they, got, they have gotten less and less strong, and now they're like... Barely, yes. but our residual effects because of where he had his stroke, that it, it's like responsible for the vestibular system, vertigo type symptoms are common after intense. I mean, his, so when I called 911, it was an intense, it was almost like the same thing exactly that happened. The room was spinning, lost balance, started vomiting. It was very dramatic at the house. When you got up, they thought you could get up because they did the stroke test on you, the paramedics. And when you got up, you fell sideways and I'm like oh my god he lost feeling in his left side I was like freaking out and then you started vomiting as they were rolling the gurney out I was I all felt freaked it out coming on but it was not additional stroke so he had multiple episodes each one got a little less strong you saw one of them in the vlog but they retested all his scans after all those multiple episodes and the same stroke exists. There's no additional strokes. He's not having multiple strokes. It's just the after effects of the stroke and it should fully repair and recover. They're like, they're like dizzy spells, loss of balance sometimes. I have to regain my balance, suck my equilibrium's off. But uh, it's getting better. I had one yesterday. Weird hit me. I had to sit down for a little bit. And then after that, just wiped me out like I'm tired. Today I had a couple of them, but there weren't nothing crazy. When I was in the kitchen standing, I said, I'm going to just stand here. I'm going to let it pass through. Definitely getting fewer and far between and quick resolve quicker and you're not as out of it after. I attribute it to the same experience. It's very similar to what like my brother experienced. So my brother, um, he had child cancer and then he had a brain tumor because of his treatment, yada, yada. It's a long story. Maybe I'll have him on the pod one of these days. But yeah. Yeah. he has seizures because of the tumor on his brain that they were not able to remove. And after he has a, a big seizure, and it has been years, but after he has it, then he has these auras after for a while. And it's almost like aftershocks from the sea. It's like... It, it, One big earthquake? Yeah. And then the almost, little tremors after. He almost feels like he's going to have another seizure, but it's not. It passes. And so I, it's very similar. You know, the brain is just... It's interesting that way. Very fragile. That's one thing I do know. That's why I respect fighters, man. The dudes are getting punched and kicked in the head. Like, that brain is fragile. I mean, taught me a valuable lesson. Like, take care of your shit, man. Because, you know, those vessels that are going into your cranium, they better flow the right way. I know. I feel like I can keep talking forever because one thing on that topic, yeah. do not use percussion 
massage oh, yeah. devices on your neck. This is a very sensitive area on your head and neck. The Theraguns and all that, don't do that. That can, the, that can damage the vessels and cause a stroke. Be very mindful of like deep tissue massages in this area, especially if you have high blood pressure. When you go to the chiropractor, they can be a little too rough in this area too. I've heard nightmare stories from like people getting strokes from chiropractor appointments. The doc, yeah, the doctor like said don't get your neck cracked or twisted or nothing. Yeah. She says don't do that. Some people do that, twist your neck to the side and crack it. I've mm -hmm. had that done. Yeah. She said no, none of that. No like deep tissue tie massages in that yes. area and no like <clears throat> percussion tools or anything like that. So yep. just we're spreading the wealth. We're sharing information. We're learning it. Passing it forward passing it on to you guys so that yes. maybe it can help like i said judge us all you want for the judgy wudgies out there but i do appreciate the people who are maybe don't agree with don't agree with us doing the video and judging us somewhat personally for doing it but not commenting about it because we only got one comment like that so it's you're entitled to your opinion but again I don't understand why comment on it. I'm sure there's a lot of other people who thought it was a little strange that we did that, but they didn't yeah. comment on it. So no. if you're watching, I appreciate you because you're entitled to your opinion and you don't yep. necessarily have to make people feel bad about it because that's the last thing we need right now is to feel bad. And guess what? We're going to keep doing us. <laughs> Regardless, we're going to keep doing us and keep filming and talking about what we talk about. Plain and simple because yep. we rerun us. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. And we'll see you on the next one.